0: everyone i just want to take a minute to talk about our new homeopathy for mommies members corner homeopathyformommies.com forward slash members over the last four years i've had to literally bite my lip several times just because i can't say the whole story america's a free country and in theory that's true but we don't realize how many rights we've actually lost so i realized i had to gear up and i had to head in a direction that I could protect myself and my family and my access to remedies, which I have been able to secure with a wonderful lab and private labs. And this is the way that we're going. It's I hate to say we're going underground, but at the same time, we're just being smart about it. We're being prudent. You have to be prudent in order to take care of your family. So by joining the members corner, I am now certified. I'm not only a naturopath and a homeopath, but I also love to do massage and all sorts of natural medicine. And so we, we bring all of that into homeopathy for mommies because it's important. So it's my goal to always make every month's member's fee recouplable, so to speak. So we'll have sales and incentives, free shipping or other things that will help you to gain back that, that member's fee. And that way, it will still be private. We can speak freely. It, it's, we're going to have a great forum, so you can jump on and ask questions. We have the live Q and A every month, and we're just going to have so many really great things for the family. So everything is very, very secure. All of our emails will go out, and everyone will get their messages. So with Homeopathy for Mommy's Members Corner, you will have access to our monthly training courses, access to our great interviews, the Heritage Series recipes and old wives' tales, and then you'll have access, of course, to our podcast printables and the monthly q&a is what i'm really looking forward to because then i get to meet everyone the people who follow me are wonderful wonderful family oriented people and they only care about the truth and order and health for their families all right i'm gonna let you go but if you have any questions you can just go to this link homeopathyformommies.com forward slash members thank you so much god bless
1: welcome to the homeopathy for mommies radio show your host sue meyer is a catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer.
0: Hello. And Welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we are talking about a remedy that I have only used a handful of times, but when I have, it was with the most amazing results. This remedy is called Abrotanum. A lot of people may know it as abrotanum artesima. It's like I said, it's it's an amazing remedy. And the keynote that I put, it's going to be it's a remedy that's going to be in my new book, but the keynote that I put in here was flu to paralysis, because that's one of the most famous reasons that one might need to use this remedy. And I say one of the most famous reasons you might need to use this remedy because it is seriously an amazing remedy from the effects of uh, suppressed conditions. So somebody has a flu, you use drugs or pharma drugs or something else to suppress the symptoms of ongoing flu, or someone has gout and they suppress that, or you have situations where you've managed to suppress the symptoms of flu or influenza or colds or nasal infections. Anyway, the first time I had used this remedy, I had a friend who did not intentionally suppress by no means, the flu. She had, uh, I knew she had been really, really ill. And when she gets ill, she, it, it hits her in the lungs really bad. And she had only used herbs and homeopathic remedies, which she normally always does. But for whatever reason, she was under tremendous stress at the time. And she called me one morning and had said, I can't walk. My family has to carry me around. I'm in a wheelchair, literally in a wheelchair. And she said she was scared to death. And she didn't realize that it was like a form of suppression by no means. And I said, didn't you just have the flu? She says, yeah. And that was like the week prior. So it was a really interesting situation. I, did, I basically took down everything she was telling me, and I found this remedy, or abratonum. And I called her, and I said, you need to take this remedy. And she said, why? And I said, just take it. <laughs> So she did, and immediately she started feeling better because she, she was she claimed to be literally paralyzed from the waist down after having had the flu, and so then I was able to explain to her that um, it 's what they call metastasis. Now, when we think of metastasis, we think of like someone with cancer um, that, it's, that it has metastasized. Well, the meaning of metastasis is basically when something moves from one position, or from one area to another. So with abrotonum, we think of metastasis in the sense that a change of symptoms, location, or the change of pathology in a disease or illness. That's the true meaning of metastasis. So we're just going to call it a changing of symptoms here, just so that people don't freak out, because I don't want them to think it's it's a cancer remedy in that sense, because it's not. And like I said, there's so many times that words get... um, you know i won 't say misused, but they they tend to coin a phrase, and then we we don 't we can 't think outside that little box but that 's what this aberonym is is it 's flu to paralysis, and it has there's many other different meanings to this in the sense that it is also excellent for any time the disease has changed its remedy picture in other words, so like you start with a cold, it moves into this or you have gout and you end up sicker with some other symptoms, different things like that. So that's what we're talking about with this remedy. When the, when the symptoms have changed, either changed location or changed in the pathology. So this remedy is needed when the picture, like I say, of the disease changes from flu, in other words, to paralysis. Or if, and like I said, in the, in the case of the gal that called me that time, it, almost a week had gone by. Several days had. I know that because she was feeling better. Um, Or suppressed diarrhea to rheumatism. Um, It's also amazing for infants who fail to thrive. It's a fantastic remedy for that. Um, For reasons relating to suppression, okay, rather than emotion. Because we have, um, Kent teaches infants with failure to thrive, magnesium carbonicum. And I just did a podcast about that not too long ago. So this remedy is used when we call it morassimus. when they're failure to thrive, they're going backwards, they do okay for a certain amount of time, and then for whatever reason, they start going backwards again. So this is an amazing remedy for that. It suits well disorders following like any suppression, especially, like I said, um, newborns. Pleurisy, it's, it's a great remedy for pleurisy when there's a pressing sensation that remains and affects the breathing. So it's, it's a remedy that has been used with wonderful results for any sort of wasting, especially of the lower limbs. It has intense indigestion and a disordered appetite. There is burning and gnawing and constricting pains in the intestinal area, sometimes vomiting of offensive matter. The patient has a peculiar sensation as if the stomach were hanging or swimming in water, especially after checked diarrhea. In other words, where the diarrhea has been stopped by some artificial means. Again, that suppression. Anytime something has been unnaturally suppressed, the whole body goes into a form of shock. And so then the symptoms will change. Another form of suppression can cause something like scarlet fever like a, a form of rheumatism or something that can actually go to the to the heart or to the spine it, there can it can cause a sudden aching in the back if it's something for the, if it's a remedy for the child mm-hmm. the face is wrinkled pale old looking and feels cold blue rings around his eyes it's also there's an, another odd rubric that this can pertain to a newborn child especially little boys with either hydrocele, and I don't know if you're familiar with hydrocele, but a lot of little boys can, can have a hydrocele where there's, there's fluid in the testicle area. And then another odd symptom is oozing of blood and moisture from the navel of a newborn. And oddly enough, that is not an extremely odd situation. I've seen that several times. John H. Clark says, I have cured with, with it indigestion and vomiting of large quantities of offensive fluid in middle-aged women as well. So it is just, it's an amazing remedy for so, so many things when the key rubric is suppression. So again, just to recap the characteristics of metastasis or morassimus. Metastasis is an idea in homeopathy that's not limited to cancer. Metastasis means something disappeared and then reappeared, like rheumatic fever followed by a sore throat. This is also known as metastasis. In other words, the symptoms change. It moves to a certain different part of the body. If the throat has cleared up and then was followed by joint problems, that's a case of metastasis, all right? So I just want to clarify this this situation. A key note of metastasis is with a mental state alternating with a physical one. So you can have something of the mind, and as soon as there's an eruption the mind feels better again that's metastasis that's a form of you know a change of symptoms and it's usually brought on by suppression so you suppress one thing and it'll pop out somewhere else and it's sometimes really difficult to understand this succession of events like i'll be taking a case for instance and someone will go on and they'll they'll talk about all the different things that they've had throughout their life and as soon as one thing is Done, then something else will pop up. And so I asked them that you know make sure that their dates are you know very chronological, and so that we can actually see the change of if symptoms of this person. I'll have people walk into the store. I remember one lady, oh my goodness, I can't remember what all the succession was of her husband. She went on to say that he had, he had this disease. I know diabetes was in there um, somewhere. And as soon as they would put him on one medication, then all those symptoms would clear up and he ended up with something else. And by the time she got done telling me the succession of events in his life, the man was <laughs> terribly, terribly sick. And I tried to explain to her that this form of suppression, she just looked at me and clearly she didn't understand natural natural medicine. And I was trying to be as gentle as I could, but I says, ma'am, do you see the... This, The succession, as soon as he gets put on one medication and then something else will come out. And it was always a deeper state of disease. And she was trying to figure out why her husband was so ill. Anyway, she did not like the way I was trying to explain that to her. And I, you know, that was a really rude awakening to me because I I realized at that point that not everyone coming in the store to talk to me about health had a a level of understanding that they could handle that type of information at that point because they're just, they weren't ready for it. You know, we go through I know, what's the old saying? You have to hear something three times before it'll set in, or you have to see something three times before you recognize it. And so for someone who comes in and if that was her first exposure to even the idea of suppression or the disease, natural anything, you know, that was that would just blow you away. So that was a hard lesson for me to learn, but I learned it very quickly. (laughs) And I rarely talk to people about things when they come in, you know, unless they specifically ask me something. It's I have to shy away from that because you can shock someone quite literally. So I have to be careful. But this this remedy abertonium, I wanted to introduce you to it because it is it it is an amazing remedy when it comes to suppression of any kind. Like I say, you suppress a high fever. It it can significantly alter the symptoms, and it can go from one part of the body to another part. Again, I have a printout here, so the members can look at this printout, and it's, it will just help to give them a better picture of this remedy, but I wanted to explain what this is and how we can actually, our symptoms can change. And it's famous for suppression. We don't even sometimes know what we did as far as suppression, it can be something as simple as a cold shower it can suppress symptoms. Or in other words, it just it just alters the state in such a way that the disease state can move. Um, you know, I, I remember Kent even talking about when, you know, like cell for instance, or when you get the feet wet. OK, then you can have symptoms. And it's like, what? How do you how are you supposed to not ever suppress anything? You don't even know what you're doing. And for the most part, none, we don't. We can't know everything, right? So, but just be aware of the fact that if you have an ailment and then in some, you can look back later and say, what did I do? What did I do? Because all of a sudden you have an ailment and then pretty soon you don't have that ailment anymore. You have something else. It's, it's changed locations or it's changed. It's the symptoms have completely changed. Or you have, like I said, a sore throat now instead of, you know, something else. Try to think about what you did, what you did that could have suppressed that. And I say suppressed. Like I said, it could be anything from just having gotten your feet wet or taking a cold shower, or broke out into a sweat because you had too many clothes on, or something. It can change it. It can just it can force the body into a situation where it has to allow symptoms to come out elsewhere. So when that's happening, when that's going on, you have this flu to paralysis type situation. You have, like I say, symptoms changing within the body. Think of abortonium, because it really, really is an amazing remedy. Clark used it with amazing results whenever there was, like, say, this form of suppression. One of the things is, like, the constant the constipation, diarrhea. Again, that, those are alternating symptoms. Um, when food passes undigested, alternating diarrhea, constipation, um, this remedy can destroy um, parasites. There can be bloody stools, worse as rheumatic pains abate. In other words, you have rheumatism. The rheumatism starts going away. Guess what? You start getting the bloody stools. Disorders that that often go to the intestinal area. Alternation with constipation and diarrhea, Crohn's disease, colitis, and irritable bowel syndrome are all forms of suppressed something, or they can be. So think of this do do think of this remedy for with those anytime there's alternating symptoms. Dehydration, the eyes, there can be blue rings around dull looking eyes, suppressed menses for women. Um, growth and development. Again, like I say, we like to think of, of children when it comes to the growth and development, the morassimus of the lower limbs, legs are emaciated, contraction of the limbs from cramps or following colic, painful contraction of the limbs, frostbitten limbs, cold prickly numb fingers and toes, gout in wrists and ankles, pain in the shoulders, arms or wrists. Uh, like I said, uh, morassimus is that The failure to thrive in children is what we think of, and that can be their whole body, not just their lower limbs. The head, you can have weakness of the neck that will not allow the child to hold his head up. The veins can be distended in the forehead, scalp sore, itching, the brain feels tired. Again, and one of the things that we see a lot in when we talk about metastasis is the fact that rheumatism, we we call rheumatic heart. So there can be scarlet fever, strep throat, that type of thing, and when that has been suppressed, it can go to the heart. And that is a form of metastasis that goes to a deeper, more critical level. And one of the other things we might notice will be the mind. Because when we have suppression, the mind is affected in the sense that the body know knows there's something going on and it can affect the mind by giving it dullness or no capacity for thinking. They can even become cruel or cross or just anxious all these, these different things that can go on within the body, especially following influenza or some other rheumatic type illness. One of the things we always think of like viruses after influenza is Gelsimium, never well since, or influenzinum never well since. But do think of Abertonim when there has been, like I said, that great weakness or never well since after influenza. And that can be other virus as well. Okay. You know, I know this is a really, really short podcast, but I, I like I said, this is such an important remedy. I know someone had, we were talking about this. I don't know if it was on the former, or, oh, maybe it was on a, a Facebook interview that I had. And I had mentioned Abertonum because it is such an amazing remedy. It's actually in the composite family. And within, with the comp- composite family, we tend to think of fright and injury. And so, the is arnica, a calendula; those types of remedies, and so we tend to think of that type of situation. The abortanum is in the tubercular miasm, and in that sense, it's a deeper seated miasm over and above the acute of arnica. And so we don't we don't see the use of this remedy as often as we do arnica, of course. But it really needs to be noted when, like I said, when you have the injury or you have that type of suppression that can go on. So, like if you have an arnica state, someone is injured, they go on and they take, say, maybe for instance, Tylenol or something that suppresses that original injury. Then and they can very quickly go into a deeper-seated s- disease state. If, depending on their vitality, their immune system, you know, we don't, we can't foresee and we can't predict the situation that someone can end up in. It just, like I said, it just depends on, on their own vitality and their own immune system as to how their body's going to handle it. But when you do see these these changes of symptoms or the location or the change of pathology within a disease or an illness, this is the first remedy I want you folks to think of because it is seriously is amazing. It really, really is. Okay. Well, I'm not even going to keep beating this one up because it's it's just one of those things I can only say so much about it. I just... When I when I try to think of remedies to do a remedy spotlight about, I try to think of things that you maybe aren't being discussed in the normal realm of like homeopathy or natural medicine, but things you I really feel people need to know about. And when I say need to know about, it is so amazing to just say, wait a minute, wait a minute, I know that remedy. I know that remedy. And like I said, the first time I used this remedy was for my for my friend. And then since then Because I did the research on it, it was years ago. It's like, oh my gosh, I was so amazed. And then I was so amazed at how quickly she just started getting better. And so I do think of this now, any type of change of symptoms, something that's gone from one stage to another with no visible explanation, this remedy is hands down so, so amazing. And I've used this a lot of times for infants as well. Um, Like I said, the oozing of the umbilical, you know, the old wrinkled looking face, it's it's amazing. It's it's real. These children really do look like this and they do have failure to thrive in the sense that they're not growing like they're supposed to. It just turns things around. It's amazing. So I just wanted to talk about it so that if something comes up in your life, you're going to go, hey, wait a minute, I know that remedy. And you're going to go back and you're going to do the research and you're going to remember why you know that remedy. And then you're going to remember the name of the remedy because it is without a doubt irreplaceable when it comes to some form of suppression disease that's been altered due to suppression. All right. With that, I'll let you go, and I pray that God bless you
1: and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.